Monique Steele is with us now for the Rural News. Kia ora, Monique. Fonterra is expanding its reach into the health sector. Kia ora, Charlotte. Yes, the dairy company has announced a new corporate venture arm called Nutrition Science Solutions as it looks to cash in on the booming health and wellness sector. The new venture has begun with a $10 million US dollar investment in San Francisco-based probiotics company Pendulum. Fonterra's Chief of Innovation and Brand Officer, Kamal Mystery Meta, says they're hoping to target areas like microbiome, gut health and healthy ageing. This is a really fast-growing area. It's getting a lot of attention from academics, scientists um, and also the VC community. So there's been around $7 billion invested US um, in this space over the last, I think, five years. Um, So that is a really important uh, area for us to get a deeper understanding, working with those that are at the forefront of nutrition and partner together. Where we will play, you know, we will target the the large scalable market. So US, a lot of this activity is happening. A lot of the the startups that um, are playing in this space come from that market. We see China as a significant market for, for Fonterra as well. Um, but we'll also look at, look at our other markets when we look partner. Chief Executive Miles Hurrell says the investment in Pendulum is just the first of many collaborations. You'll see a new range of products that they'll start to launch in, in, a, in a relatively short period of time, which will you know, include you know, both our technology and our innovation included in those products. Uh, and potentially into markets and and, and in final consumer places with expertise. So they're bringing in the science, uh, they're bringing the the true innovation within what what is the products that are going in behind it within potentially our ingredients, potentially our route to markets. Um, It's sort of where where they dovetail. Will will NSS in its own right um, set up and launch a new product? It's very unlikely. It's a a ventures arm to, to look to partner with others. Mr Hurrell says work is underway to appoint a chief executive and board for the new corporate venture. An invasion biologist says there's little to no hope of eradicating golden clams, which have been found in the Waikato River. The Ministry for Primary Industries revealed in a select committee yesterday that the clams, first discovered in the river in April, have probably been there for two to three years. Native to Asia, golden clams have the potential to destroy native habitats and clog waterways. Waikato University Associate Professor Dr Ian Duggan has visited the discovery site and says the clams are well established and won't be able to be eradicated. We can't get rid of things like possums or ferrets or stoats, um, and they're they're a lot bigger and they're on land. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a very rare thing to be able to uh, eradicate a uh, a freshwater organism, uh, particularly one that's that's already so prolific as this one is. Do you think it's possibly in other waterways around the country already, and we just don't know it? Well, that's what you know. MPI is going to have to work out with its partners. Um, I mean, it's possible, you know, Karapiro may not be the, the first site of introduction. It could have been introduced somewhere else and, and uh, moved from one water body to the other. But that's just not known yet. And I know that they're working on, you know, eDNA, for example, uh, to be able to go and sample water from a whole lot of different sites, uh, potential sites where it could be already, and, and see if this is the only site, whether it's far more widespread than, than what we appreciate. That's Dr Ian Duggan. MPI has begun a survey of the Waikato River and Lake Taupo to determine the spread and density of the incursion.
Freshwater farm plans are being phased in from August, with farmers in Waikato and Southland first in line. The government announced the plans as part of the essential freshwater package in 2020 in a bid to reduce the harm farming has on freshwater. Sally Murphy has more. Plans will eventually be rolled out region by region for farmers with 20 hectares or more in arable or pastoral use, 5 hectares or more in horticultural use or 20 hectares or more in combined use. Farmers in Southland and Waikato will have 18 months to prepare their first freshwater farm plan from August 1st. The rollout for the remaining regions will be released before the end of the year. Agriculture Minister Damien O'Connor says farmers should have enough time to make the necessary preparations. He says the freshwater farm plans are a key part of demonstrating sustainability credentials for growing future exports. The Hawke's Bay Rural Support Trust is moving its attention to helping young people affected by Cyclone Gabriel. Coordinator Jonathan Bell says to date support staff have been assisting orchardists and pastoral farmers, but now the focus is moving to young people. So one of the things that we're starting to do, in fact we're going to be working uh, starting next week with Hawke's Bay Foundation here uh, based in Hawke's Bay, is looking at um, providing more counselling in some of the schools for children who have been displaced. So there's large numbers of families that are living in rental properties or Airbnbs, uh, and we're starting to see an impact in our children, our rangatahi and tamariki. So we're going to be working with them and looking at some initiatives in the future to provide some support for those kids. Jonathan Bell says the Trust is expecting to provide a high level of care for years to come, as it will take time for rural communities to work through issues related to Cyclone Gabriel. Meanwhile, a younger Hawke's Bay farmer agrees support will be needed long term. Max Tweedy, who runs Kokopuru Station, which sits between Tutera and Portorino, says it's been a trying time. But he says it's great to see conversations around mental health and people asking for help is becoming more common. There are some, some farmers really battling out here, <clears throat> like kind of paralysed by what do we do now and what is the future? If you spent your life developing a property and then all of a sudden that future is kind of filled with work and pain and at, 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 a, at a time when your body isn't as um, isn't as young as it used to be. And, and so I, I think, you know, I, I do worry about those older farmers in these affected areas and how they might cope because uh, can certainly have a bit of an view for the future if all you've got ahead of you is recovery and repairing the, uh, the thing that you've loved and, and built for, for your lifetime. Max Tweedy says help is available with the local rural support trust calling around. And that's the rural news for today. Koyara te porongo o te taifinawa.